This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hi, guys. This feels really nice to like sit down and record. You know, I was yeah. like, looking forward to this all day. I know. I'm really looking forward to this. You know, after... Uh... What's our last episode, Gilmore? Yeah. The okay. last episode was venting like crazy, so... And I just feel like we didn't get to catch up with you guys, and now I'm, like, back in regular non-Gilmore zone. Yes. I've had enough time to, like, think about that. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I must say, at least I feel good knowing that, like, the general climate of the people that viewed that revival, like, felt similarly to me. Yes. So I'm not alone in my feelings, which makes me feel good. <laughs> it's always a toss-up when it comes to that kind of shit. Like. Yeah. I could think, like, something is, like, okay. Like, I thought Cursed Child was okay, but then I went online and everybody was like, this is horrible. I'm trying to think of something that I liked or didn't like that everybody else liked or didn't like. I don't know. I can't think of anything. I mean, I loved The Force Awakens, and I'm not even, like, a Star Wars binge, but everybody liked that. Yeah, everybody Unless you're, like, really annoying and you're like, it doesn't hold up to the very first one where Mm -hmm. the pew-pews made this kind of half-pitch note, and (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. And I'm Chris. And we're just gonna jump right into what we're drinking. I don't even know what it is. It's just Trader Joe's. Uh, It's like their wake-up blend or something like that. With Wake our... up, we should have a jazzy ass fucking <laughs> beginning. Wish. Can you imagine? Remember at the beginning of the show, like you listen to the first episodes, we're like, you know, if anybody wants to send us a clip of like a jazzy intro that they think we should use, like, oh yeah, we now were I feel like we that. can't do that because we already have like the the drizzle. Yeah, that's our intro. Like I that's know. it. It's very easy to produce, I must say, yeah. and the copyright is nothing. <laughs> she good. You can't We're... copyright a sound unless we do it first. React world. <laughs> oh my god! What if someone like patents the sound of coffee or all liquid being poured? Well, We're totally fucked. What's well, uh, copyright bench and clink and? <laughs> <laughs> That's really it. <laughs> but anyway, um, what's yeah. our coffee fact for today? So this actually comes via a bencho on Ooh. the Reddit. Because you mentioned how uh, you thought you saw something about decaf being decaffeinated with formaldehyde. Yeah, someone tweeted me that. Yeah, but that's not right. Fake news. Yeah. So uh, they said, basically from a Scientific American article, that in short, they used to use benzene, which is not a good thing to be drinking. Doesn't sound good. But uh, now it's water ethyl acetate, which is a fruit extract or carbon dioxide. Okay. So, it's used water or, like, this fruit extract shit. So, so, the carbon tax should go on decaf. Yes. Am I right? Drink caffeinated. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, I think coffee, honestly, is bad for the environment, too. Just, like, what they have to do to cultivate it all. It just, it takes a lot of water yeah. is what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, I personally would rather give up animal products than coffee. I mean, what would you we, guys do? Yeah, give up all of these because it's at least a tree Damn. it's at least a tree though so you know it's still like sucking up carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere she's still sucking yeah <laughs> and it's somewhat natural yeah even it is. if it makes me have unnatural jittery feelings exactly when you have that cup that you're like you pushed yourself right over that boundary <laughs> and it's like that one photo i love that photo where it's like when you have too much caffeine because you're tired but you like just feel like shit, and yeah. it's like that skeleton popping out of its own body. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that is actually the most accurate meme to date to describe any feeling ever. <laughs> that is 
I know that's new, a tough. The new meme. That's not even. It's just like one bold statement where they really, they really got me. <laughs> and those are my favorite types of memes. So now that we've discussed meme discourse, um, I was reading today. So today's December first when we're recording this. When it's going up. Right? Yeah, we're the on the ball this week, guys. <laughs> I keep thinking there's 31 days in November. Honestly, you could tell me that stupid limerick or whatever the fuck it is like a million times over. I still won't get it right. Do you have to sing that in your head every time you're trying to figure out? I don't even try because it com- still confuses me to this day. I'm oh, still no. like, what the fuck? I got it. Like, I have to do it, though. Like, thank God I don't have to do that for, like, the alphabet, you know? That yeah. would be... I just check my phone now because, honestly, that's just one thing I will never, like, comprehend. And even that song does not help me. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? The worst is when they get to February and they're like, we give up. Like, <laughs> we have no idea how to do this. Because it's like, and all the rest except for February, which only has 28 but 29 on a fucking leap year. <laughs> like, that's literally how it ends. I honestly... How lit is it that I was born in February? Like, just very me. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> I was born. If only you were born on the 29th, then that would have uh, been really... Yo, there were, I probably mentioned this before, but th- there were these girls in my elementary and, like, up. Yeah. And they were twins. They were born on the leap year. There's always I, that one kid you know that's like, haha, you're four years old. Low-key, are they witches? <laughs> like, because twins and the 29th, like, it's not even a real day. Yeah. Honestly, the Gemini twins or whatever. <laughs> All right, Diaries. Vampire Diaries. <laughs> um, But Pisces twins or whatever, I oh guess. Oh, uh, speaking of that, though somebody asked if we were actually watching the vampire diaries and we are we're just not oh, really talking about it because like it's honestly kind of shit and... i'll probably talk about it when they end it and then i'll give like my brief opinions on whether or not nino debrev's like if she even shows up she like shows i don't up know and what happens but yeah we're just kind of like going with emotions because we just know it's ending and, and we it... figure most of you guys aren't watching it so we didn't want to like bore you with our our thoughts but anyway, it's December, and so... Yeah, it's December 1st, so happy December for all you uh, December babes out there. Mm-hmm. Birthdays and all that. It's also the month of all the holidays that we care about, probably. Um, and I found out today, so I'm thinking, alright, it's the last month of 2016, guys. We are at the fucking end of this year. Which, for me, I know 2015, I will still say on record, worst year of my life... Personal lives, worst year of our life, but like 2016 is like the entire universe just had a really bad year. We all felt it. Yeah. We all felt it. And still shit happened. Like, yes. We'll talk about that in a minute. But so I'm reading up about December thinking I'm going to go in with like a positive, you know, set my intentions. It's the holiday season. It's going to be a joyous time. And, uh, you know, we couldn't close out 2016. Without a bang. And that bang is another Mercury Gatorade. (laughs) I love it. She's coming December 19th. And so many people, I tweeted about it. And they were like, that's the day I have this exam. My birthday. My boyfriend's birthday. Like All this shit. I'm going on a plane. You know. I don't know. I don't know if I believe any of it. But it's just like... If I did, really, it's nice truly, to blame it on funny. fucking cosmos. You know what I'm saying? And how perfect is it that that's what we get left with? I think it, it kind of hangs on until January, which makes sense. Yeah, because leading into the year of Trump. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like normally, I get real pumped about New Year's because like New Year, New Me, right? <laughs> but this year, I'm like, <sighs> we can just hang out in November. That's why I was hoping it was like 31 days. Yeah, I feel you on we that. Could really, just hang out there. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that's cool. Prepare yourselves for that. I swear, I feel like, you know, the 
There was a thread on Reddit that was just like, what would be the perfect way for, like, what would be the perfect topper on the year of 2016? The big one. Yeah, and I, I commented on it, I was like, the big one hitting the Pacific Northwest, because, like, honestly, that would just, like, be the icing on the cake for how crap this year was. I really think it's fucked up that, like, because we just moved here, so we didn't have, like, any idea that this was, like, really a thing. I'm assuming this is probably something you hear about in, in school. school. Yeah. Can you imagine? Because, like, I feel like when we came to Seattle, like, we simultaneously slowly started to kill it and i really do think that like it was like the year that we came was the hottest summer that they had ever had yeah and then like all these like iconic stores in seattle that like have like name recognition and they're like inside jokes basically with the town started like closing like first it was that shitty dive uh, the hurricane fuck. cafe yeah like everyone when we moved here oh hurricanes where you go and you're like really fucked up and it's like open really late at night she gone so, like, we yeah. went one time and it was crap by the way like not even worth it yeah and then it left and then also the big um thrift store is real popular here because macklemore shot that fucking video there and it's oh, like yeah, yeah. an iconic place that's gone there's other things too the ducks oh yeah Those the are, ducks like, they crashed <laughs> i don't know i just feel like it's a little weird <laughs> But, yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what we do to places. We come here and then it slowly declines. I don't know. We've never really moved anywhere, though, so we don't know. Well, I mean, I would consider us have moved to Millersville from our hometown. What declined about Millersville Honestly, that wasn't you, already gone? Yeah, you can't, like, get much further down they to where you were. They got a pita pit. If anything, we improved the place. <laughs> Yo, that's one thing I miss about the East Coast. People always ask, pita pit? Yeah. That was, like, Subway for pitas. I don't even know if it would be considered like what I consider healthy with a capital H now, mm-hmm. but uh, it no, was. Definitely not. It was a beacon of hope in that town. Yeah, a lot of you guys ask sometimes, like if there is things that we miss from the East Coast, and like nine times know, out of ten, it's food. It's like really there is really not many things that I would miss from the East Coast. Like I, I actually Maybe think the about super like super cold weather at times. You know, like like. <laughs> I, but even though, like, here, it's going to be, like, in the 30s next week, and that's, like, good enough for me in Seattle, you know? But it's, like, like the intrigue of knowing that it's negative 14, and you're <laughs> You could throw boiling up. water outside, and it'll freeze in the air, like, that Walking kind of shit. Walking to school and being like, yeah, I just, like, slipped down a glacier on my way, <laughs> you know, like... It was cool if you relate to class, because people ultimately knew you were gonna have an incident. Yeah. But, I mean, just the benefit of, like television stuff being on three hours earlier is that's you know, pretty sweet. it outweighs all of that for me so i just didn't think that that was gonna happen like i thought it used everything to be, be that like they didn't broadcast stuff until later in the day for the west coast but now since we're all like so centralized on the internet and shit like they just do it all at the same time like, now netflix is still west coast so everything comes out at midnight but like hey it's not 3 a.m yeah like i'm exactly. so glad that we got gilmore at midnight Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a pretty big bonus if you're a TV <laughs> bench. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I do kind of miss, like, just the cold, cold weather. Like, it I actually get, I get what you're cold. saying. Yeah, I mean, I miss, sometimes I miss, like, the variability in the weather being meteorology bench. Like, I don't miss the spring variability. <laughs> like, where I was like, I don't know if it's going to be snowing or 80 degrees when I walk outside. Like, I just miss, like, having, like... Like seeing thunderstorms and stuff like that because they don't yeah, really where happen. Is the thunder here, they it don't rains. really happen here. Like, if there's thunder, it's like a whoa, that was an event. Like, it's like a whoa, yeah. What would you say is the reason for that? 
just because we're so close to the water and also like that storms don't form over water well no it's just like (laughs) i don't know anything because the like the air is moving from west to east and so like when we're on the east coast it's coming across like the entire fucking u.s and it's got time to like rip snort yeah i don't know (laughs) you know what i mean that's the scientific term for when a storm gets real fired up I was a meteorologist. I took one online meteorology class, and I basically had Chris do it for me. Um, that's <laughs> it was great because I was in like my third year, and I was like, "Oh, he yeah, this is a great took refresher the tests for me." And it was amazing, and definitely not at all something I would recommend you do. Wink. Yeah, don't um, do that. <laughs> wink. Don't do it. But yeah, so yeah, we don't have storms here, and every time I do hear thunder now, like Squeezy gets shook, and he used to not really be affected. Oh, speaking of squeeze, it's totally unrelated. Just speaking of the squan. Yeah. But he is, he has warmed my heart so much. He's the tenderest, most unique cat I've ever owned in my life. And he is so weird. Yeah, we, we decided talk, that Squeezy's the weirdest pet we've ever had. He is the weirdest. Like, he does some stupid ass shit. And it's so random. Like, when he's been doing this ever since we got him. But if I. In use, college, 20. 12. Yeah, when I use mouthwash and I'm like swishing it in between my teeth, he has to come over to the bathroom and he starts biting my ankles. It's the only time he nips his ankles and he like kind of like circles around you like he's puffed up, like he wants attention. Like he looks excited, but like. But then he does like this weird like little airy like. Like at my ankles, and he doesn't really bite me, but he kind of just like rubs his teeth against my ankles, and it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen an animal do. Maybe he's trying to swish. I don't know what he wants. He wants (laughs) to do a brand integration with Listerine. (laughs) I think ultimately that's what he's trying to squeeze. You gotta explain your ways because it's (laughs) fucking weird. I mean, all of these cats are fucking weird. I think just cats are like one of those animals that they just have their weird quirks. I mean, all pets do this though, but like, yeah. I don't know. My dog was not quirky. You know, the quirkiest thing he did was like not walk. Like, I wanted <laughs> to take him on a walk, and that's not fun. <laughs> I don't. Though know. I had some quirky birds. I've never seen any dogs do some of the weird shit that these guys do. Like they are just. Your dog Sarah fucks things up. Your dog Sarah is crafty. Yeah, I mean she's just crafty. Like she can get out of a yard. Definitely and, like... a Slytherin. <laughs> she's cunning as hell. Yeah. Like Bentley, he's just like a Neanderthal, and he's more of like he's more of a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I'd he's say. a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I feel that. And I don't know. I would have said that like. You know, I'd say he's a Gryffindor, actually. Really? Yeah, because he's, he's courageous. Well, yeah, like if there's something that's gonna like attack or something like that. He's got that like big bloodhound kind of bark that's yeah. like really scary. You know, like that mug of coffee that he attacked and knocked it onto my laptop. It yeah. cost me like a billion dollars. Yeah, he really took care of that. Yeah, that was courageous as hell. I would say. I love classifying animals into Hogwarts houses. Oh my god, well that fits perfectly because we didn't talk about Fantastic Beasts And yet. where to find them. We found them. <laughs> oh, Alright, so spoilers, we're going to talk about Fantastic Beasts. We'll put some fucking yeah. timestamps. Yeah, it's basically at 15 minutes here, but you know, I'll put in the timestamps for that. Cool, but, I totally forgot. Yeah. Oh, I enjoyed it. Initial thoughts, was pleasantly surprised. Though yeah. I actually didn't think I wasn't going to like it because I figured they're going to do well. Yeah. And there's no book. And JK is really involved in it. So I'm she like, wrote the screenplay, yeah. Yeah, so like it's definitely a very different tone from like the she Harry dark. Potter movies. Because it's like in Harry Potter, like you're slowly getting introduced. Like you're learning about all of this magic. You're learning about everything along with Harry. 
And it's like, oh, wow, all this new stuff. It's crazy. And, like, anytime you learn something new, it's because, like, oh, Harry wasn't fucking in this shit. So, like, he's got to learn all this stuff. But, like, in Fantastic Beasts, it's, like, all the magic. You're coming in hot. You're coming in hot. The magic is all just, like, known. And, like, shit's happening sometimes. And it's just, like, this is just magic. You know what I'm saying? So it's, like, different. But it wasn't bad. Like, it was good. Yeah. And it's definitely not, like, a coming-of-age story. Yeah. So that's different tone. And it's not, like, the chosen one story. I mean... He, I don't, I wouldn't say he's, like, the chosen one, new. Oh, no, no, Because no. he's just, like, the one that's just trying to, like, save all the beasts. Honestly, it's already, like, the naming of this series is a little bit weird, because I get the first one, but, like, honestly, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. It's I'm not my, about these beasts. It's like, gonna be about Dumbledore and Grindelwald, and, like, I don't know. They should have just called it, like, Dumbledore versus Grindelwald, like, they that Batman movie. They should have done something else. They should they should have done a different series, not included Newt in this one, to be honest, and then, like, just did a separate series that was called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And just, like, one solo movie about him, like, I don't know, finding the beasts. I pictured him being, like, fucking... Discovering them. Yeah, like, Darwin or whatever the fuck, being on a goddamn <sighs> Galapagos Island, like, finding animals, except they're mad. Like, that's what I pictured. That would have been really cool. So, like, because, like, honestly, I don't care how much they milk this goddamn universe because there's so much stuff you can make movies and books about. Like, like, you could have different series for all these different things. I'd be totally fine with it all. So, like, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Like, is Newt going to, like, die at some point or he's somehow going to play a role in all of this throughout Yeah, like, how does he... I know, like, he's one of Dumbledore's, like, you know, faves. Yeah. But Dumbledore likes a lot of people. It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to fit with, like, beating this bad wizard. Unless there's, like, a big beast involved that, like, helps. But I isn't it Dumbledore's... I don't know. I didn't read that part of the It's not really, yet. like, that well fleshed out. Cause, like, exactly. But you just know I thought that, him. like... This is my theory. I don't know if it's true or not, but I thought since Dumbledore's one of his claims to fame is that he found, like, 12 uses for dragon's blood, like, if he worked with Newt on that. Oh. You know what I mean? That makes sense because of that weird vial of serum that they did yeah. put in the movie. Speaking of that, I will say, though, the magic in this one is a little more loose. Like, the rules and how things work is... Like, I feel like J.K. was really solid on, like, this is the rules of all of these things that are happening in Harry Potter. And then, like, Cursed Child was like, oh, I don't know what we're doing. And then yeah. <laughs> this, is, this was like... I've got questions. Okay. What are your questions? Because, like, um... Because I know that there's certain they... things in the movie that you're not talking to me about because it would spoil yes. shit that I haven't read yet. I just recommend that everybody go out and look at the theory about the obscurial. Like, if you are if you know things, just look yeah, at the theories about... Yeah, there were a couple about... of things that I didn't know what they were. Well, because... obscurial in itself is a new concept that was introduced in this, but like... The other one, the legimen or something. Legitimate. Legitimens, yeah. You yeah, haven't, I haven't gotten, gotten there yet. To that. I just started uh, Order of the Phoenix, by the way. Goblet of Fire was great. Loved it. Moving on. Phoenix, she already... It's dark. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. But, uh... I just thought I would give you that update. <laughs> yeah, so, like, there is them rebuilding the city at the very end yeah, that like was that was like, really loose and also like everybody getting like all the muggles getting oblivious or nomadges getting obliviated at the end of the movie but like not the wizards and also what about the people that were inside 
saw everything go down from their window. Exactly. These are my holes. And like but, that, and also like the fact that this blue liquid, the only reference to it in the, earlier is like Newt being like, yeah, I don't really know what the fuck this does, but I'm going to find out someday. And what, so then he like, kills all of New York. and then like, he just like, here, use this. Cause I know exactly what it's going to do. Gives it to this bird that we don't really know a lot about. And then that, that was like buck beak, but like buck beak. Yeah, I know. You know right? like, that was, that, that was, was a, boy. that was a little bit of a loose ending. Um, <laughs> Like in my I mind. was just hoping for more beasts. I feel like the scene that I loved the most was when he goes into the trunk and he's looking at. Yeah, all that the seemed to be creatures. like a lot of people's favorite scene. Duh, that's what we're here for. Because that was really cool. The rest of it was kind of just like, hey, we're building it to Grindelwald. Like, yeah. So I don't know. I, however, standouts to me, Queenie. I already knew I was gonna love. But yeah. Jacob, he was like a surprise star. star of the movie. Like I, I was thinking, clearly. like. Oh man, it, I was honestly like, I don't know how I feel about like a no match being like wrapped up into like all this stuff. Like, what's it gonna I be loved like? It, the it way was that great. They did it. And oh, I felt so many things when they obliviated. Well, when he just like walked out into the rain. Yeah. And like the fact that I love that he's like, oh, you know, an Ina Garden type yeah, of vibe. Yeah. And at the end, all these cute little puff pastries in the shapes of the creatures. Like the most charming character. I mm-hmm. love him. I love Queenie. I don't really care about what's her name, Tina. She was like the most boring, I would say, of like all of them. Yeah. And like Newt, I Newt is okay. Very like, okay, but like really charming during the scene where he's like getting that rhino to dance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like I've read a lot of things beforehand about how everybody's like, oh, he makes a lot of dumb decisions and like, yeah, sure, he makes dumb decisions, but I don't think So does Harry fucking Potter, bitch. Like, I don't think it's as bad as like people were making it out to be. How many times did Harry Potter like fuck up when he could have just used his invisibility cloak? Yeah. You know what right? I mean? Like there's there's we all have flaws here. I also liked learn. how Eddie Redmond played Newt. I oh, like yeah. that he's like he can't talk to people really because he's really like awkward, but like the animals he's like natural around yeah and you get him talking about the beast and he's like oh. yeah that's just like a cool like he's just like a nerd about these animals and it got really dark yeah. and they definitely apparate too much but i don't know that's very american i feel like yeah. it makes sense to me that they're not like using i like and stuff yeah i like the way that they portrayed American Wizard. magic. Yeah, American magic because, you know, they were more fire or They're trigger, like trigger happy. happy. Yeah, with shooting the spells and like they just apparate everywhere. And so that's America. <laughs> it's very, very cool how they did that. But yeah. let's mean, talk about uh, the old. Uh, the old depot. I don't even have anything to say other than the fact that he looked like shit and they could have had anyone else be there. Yeah. And it took me out of the movie. And, like, I, the moment that I saw the back of Colin Farrell's hair and saw that they both had the same hair. I think that was supposed was like, to be, like, okay. a like a hint to you, like, in that moment that, like, oh, okay, this is him. Yeah. You know? And, like, I, it sucks because, like, the character of Grindelwald is gonna be so fucking dark and disgusting and, like, manipulative Yeah, he's, like, really sexually manipulative. Ooh. And it's, like... And I don't want to see... Like, I don't want to see that character in general, but, like, I get it. It's good writing. But having, like, an actual abusive person play that gives it, like, a whole other disgusting overtone to me. Yeah. And it's, like... Ugh, ugh. It's, like, <laughs> just not good. Not no. great. Um, also, like... Where is Percival Graves, the real Percival Graves that he was, you know, imitating? Like, yeah. that's a big I question that everybody... I wonder if Colin Farrell will stay in the franchise or what? Because he was a real person because everybody was talking to him as if he worked at like, the... Like, yeah, they edu- knew him for yeah. a while. So... so I don't fucking know. Also, I thought the president of 
Yeah, like, I thought she was going to have a bigger role. Or, like, not be just more be, exciting. Yeah, not just be like, hey, I'm not going to do anything that is suggested and just be, like, a roadblock in this story. Yeah, but I hear that, like, they're going to make her really corrupt, which I will enjoy Yeah, seeing. I could see how they're, they're like, gonna make it more interesting. they're leading to that, and that would be cool. So Overall, I, I liked it, and I, it's a good, like, first chapter of what they're going to try and do. I just hope that, like they make the beast more apparent so it makes sense that this is a fantastic beast fucking series but yeah. like i trust them to like do something yeah you know? we'll see how it goes if anything i'm enjoying like just having more knowledge of shit yeah but i gotta keep I'm, reading i gotta say i am so into having all new of... theories to theorize over yeah, and stuff i am so excited to be thrust back into the harry potter universe with us both rereading, like you reading the series, me rereading it, and like we're watching the movies. And I just had Cursed Child, which I still enjoyed, and now we have this. And, and we're playing the Lego Harry Potter games, and those God, are really fun. Those, we're gonna do some streams of those. Yeah, it's honestly like so much better than I thought it was going to be. Like I thought it was gonna be good, but I'm having so much fun. And now I think I'll play other types that they have. Like they have Marvel. I don't really care about that one, but like Star Wars. I think there's a Jurassic the Park. Yeah, Ooh, that one will be cool. Yeah, so like the Lego Harry Potter games. Barely recommend it. I don't know how they would be like single player, but like co op's so fun. Yeah, that's like you know we're always struggling to find co-op games and so that was like perfect it's got so much shit to unlock in it yeah and they play the harry potter music that's like the best part honestly uh, is that they just have like the soundtrack from like the first two movies just playing over and over again and and that's just great great. (laughs) like we're loving it um but yeah so what else were we going to talk about in today's ep so they are bringing back iron chef i know it's (laughs) called iron chef gauntlet i am scared i am hesitantly excited because one it kind of looks like from like all brown's teaser that he's going to be the chairman now which i mean it wouldn't be like that upset but also like kind of sucks the original chairman yeah, yeah biting that apple come yeah, on yeah is is alton gonna bite an apple but also just the way that food network has been going recently With i their feel shows. like they're gonna try and like bump up like the stupid drama of yeah it, like you know? i like what i like about iron chef is like the integrity like the people that actually win that and compete like they think it's like such a big honor and yeah. the judging and everything. And if they start adding, like, I don't think they'll go full cutthroat kitchen or guys' grocery games, but, like, if they start, like, adding, like, way too much, like, extraness, like, it it's was already a, challenging. It was a big shakeup when you had to have your first course prepared in the first 20 minutes and yeah, served but up. That's, like, like, good. Yeah, that was good, but, like, that's as much of a shakeup as I want in this. Yeah. You know, I want it to just be, like, this, like, two chefs going at it, head to head, just your cooking. Two chefs, like, like, what's the most creative, fast shit you can come up with and the technical know how and how to do it all? All the Iron Chefs better be back. I want to see Morimoto's lit plating. I oh, want yes. Jeffrey's a character. Being snippy, yeah. I want Bobby so playing, during making those. that poblano sauce. <laughs> like, there's so many things that I want. Fucking Michael Simon just being so chill during yeah. the whole thing and always winning. Like, he literally, he's. I would fuck him. Mm-hmm. Like, he's oh got God. that. He's got something there. It's that smile. You're yeah. really into the smiles. Like, legitimately, the best bald person that exists. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I'm I'm excited because I love Iron Chef. So yeah. Oh, and I guess I always think when I think Food Network, I think HGTV. And so someone brought me a story, and it was about how Chip and Joanna Fixer Up are our favorites. You know, the games. God, our problematic faves. 
They belong to a church, no surprise here, but it's one of those like anti-gay, super homophobic churches. Okay. Now, not of course, shocking. not yeah, not surprised. Texas, like honestly, um, gross. But like, we don't know that that means it's their views. You know, give them the benefit of the doubt. So that was the story, and I was like, whatever, cool. Then. I was on my news app today, and now that I use, like, what is it called? Smart news. So I get, like, news pulled from all of the websites. Yeah. So I don't get, like, the super liberal feed anymore. And there must be some website called The Federalist that's, like, a conservative website. I didn't know about her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't. The fucking thing that they said about this Chip and Joanna thing is that, hold on, I have to find it because I took a screenshot of it because it's like the funniest thing I've ever seen. So I'm just browsing and I see this article pop up from The Federalist and it says the title of this because the article about Chip and Joanna going to that church was on BuzzFeed. Okay. This headline though, BuzzFeed wants to destroy Chip and Joanna Gaines for being Christian. Oh my God. And it's like this whole article about that. And it is a very funny article to read. It says, the just. I'll just give you a little taste. Chip and Joanna, HGTV superstars, and perhaps America's most beloved married couple. That's a stretch. That's a fucking stretch. Belong to a church whose pastor preaches that homosexuality is sinful. Horrors. Are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck? Like, oh man, that's such a, like, a limp thing to be upset over. What the fuck? So I, I, I thought that was really funny. So I'm glad that that story had, like, more of a follow-up. But uh, yeah, <laughs> what a problematic vape. You know I know. I don't. I don't really watch Fixer Upper just because they always do the same kitchen. And yeah, I'm, bored. I'm like, get me anything else. <laughs> you see me spill coffee everywhere. Yeah, you just re- really splashed everywhere. She's splashing <laughs> and dashing. Sorry about that. All right. Uh, well, to uh, talk a little bit, like I know we talked a whole last episode about Gilmore, but just like a couple of you know, non-spoilerly, just like additions to what has happened like news that's come out since the revival and uh one thing is that kelly bishop had a interview about like being back on the set and it was honestly really disheartening yeah it the way that people are describing like coming back it almost sounded like and i get it it's a fucking job but it didn't seem like it was like this cute like reunion of like people it was just kind of like they worked and they pieced out um, so that's kind of, like, just not fun to read about. <laughs> yeah, because I kind of thought, like, oh, if, if, I just feel like if I was ever in that situation where if I ever had a show that I was on, like, at a young age, that was, like, a cult classic, that, like, like a Friends or a Gilmore's or a Full House or something like that, I would love to... I feel like I would always love to have the opportunity to have, go back and do something that, like, gave me my start. Unless you hate everyone. Yeah. You never know. I mean, I mean uh, she was friends with a lot of them, she was saying in the article. Yeah. It was a really interesting article, though. Like, she was talking about, like, Edward Herman, and I would just highly recommend, like, reading up about everything. I've been reading a lot of great pieces about the revival and just, like, some of the flaws and some of the positives, and it's just, there's, like, more info coming, but a lot of people are speculating that they are going to be doing a spinoff. And, and, like, I honestly am, like, I don't think that would be good you'd have to tell me what it was gonna be about and tell me what we've learned (laughs) what have we learned going forward (laughs) i don't know i just think like 
It doesn't. It already did the revival, which was like, here's an homage to the fans for making this really teeny show, like super big. Have like this huge podcast about it. Like it's still like a big cult favorite. Get a whole bigger audience once it went to Netflix. Like here's a little thanks. Yeah, and that's what it was, and that's what a lot all the all the cast members said. They were like, "It's less of a reunion for us, more just like we were there to like do the work for you to give you guys something that we thought mm-hmm. was worth it." And like, I think that's all we need because I think anything else is just gonna make it. Because this revival wasn't even exactly where I wanted it to be, so just seeing more, I feel like would further kill that. <laughs> honestly, and we don't need that. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's keep. I think, and it's not big of big enough of a universe where we could do some sort of prequel. <laughs> yeah, no. <what> the <laughs> like, fuck? I don't want to see Lorelai like. Oh my at god! 16. Wild. I mean, we already had the flashbacks. You know, wild. Yeah, that would be. interesting. Or like, what if it was like Emily and Richard? <laughs> I mean, actually, I would watch that. I would watch if it was like a really old show about like them at Yale or like Richard yeah, at Yale. Oh my like, god! Oh my god! I would. Die. Oh my! Like, um, like, and poofs and all that shit, you and know just what I'm like saying? how they met and like her upbringing. Yeah, and that wouldn't have obviously you wouldn't have Edward Herman for that because it would be in the young. This yeah. is just to- we just pulled that out of our ass. That would be <laughs> actually really compelling. I would be into it. I mean, if they had real, I would imagine like Emily and Richard, young Emily and Richard yeah. would have very snappy yeah. banter. And, like, there were, we've been told, like, you know, different dates that they've been on and stuff, so I wonder if they would, like, recreate those You could see, like, Emily's, like, coming out, you know? Yeah, all of that. I bet Emily and her mother's relationship was something to be seen. Yeah. See, okay. Oh, the tricks in here, you know? Yeah. Any of that I'd be into. I don't want to see Rory anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Uh, So, I guess we should go to questions. Yeah, let's do that. Actually, before we get into questions... Just another quick reminder, gift exchange, still going on. You got until next Friday to send out your gifts. And what's that date? That would That's, be uh, uh, December 9th, would yes. you say? And also... I want to make sure that we hone that in. <laughs> uh, if you're sad about missing out on the gift exchange, let's just say you might not have to wait until next holiday season to be a part of a gift exchange. Yeah, we got <laughs> some uh, we got summertime a- ideas. Yeah. Because we're cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Because it's been so fun. Yeah. So, don't be upset. Also, you got yours. Yeah. I didn't even mail mine out yet. Yeah. Because I'm still waiting for something to come in the mail. Excuse me. I wanted to, like, wrap it. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So, I got my gift, and it was from Michelle. And Michelle gave me a candle with, it's like a Pisces candle, so like me, and then this really cute, like, ceramic speckled cat mug that's like very, like, round. I like holding it in my hand. (laughs) You know, like, you know when you get a mug that's just like a little chunky and it like fits cozy in your hand, not like the standard like the coffee with Crachel mugs, those are Dragon. shit. <laughs> but yeah, so I already got mine. It was really nice. So yeah, it was thanks really again. Cute. I can't wait to send mine out. I just got wrapping paper the other day, so I'm excited. <laughs> Honestly, like when's the last time I've bought wrapping paper? Who yeah, knows? <laughs> just kidding. I'm a um, well. I usually don't have to mail a lot of gifts. Yeah. So I'm more of like a gift bag with the what is it? The tissue paper kind of yeah. Girl. Because it's super easy to make it look like you did stuff. Honestly, gift wrapping, it's a skill. Yeah. And if it's not just like a box, then it's really challenging. Luckily, the thing that I'm doing, I think, will be not ridiculously hard to wrap. Yeah. But uh, fingers crossed. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, questions. Questions. We're going to do the Patreon first. And first question is from Camelia, who said, Do you believe in ghosts or spirits? 
I feel like we've probably talked about it before, but yes, but I haven't had any experiences to back it up. I just feel like at this rate, anything is possible. I personally feel like I believe in, you know, there could be spirits. I'm not going to say that there is not, but I feel like other dimensions. Like that that absolutely exists because time is fake and we all saw Interstellar. Yeah. Like it's real. So who knows? Are we Berenstain? Yeah, Berenstain, Berenstain. Like, are things just crossing over, or is it ghosts? So you think it's people that are like in the bookcase from Interstellar? Yes, yeah, something like that. Ghosts. I don't know, huh? but I don't know what to believe. Honestly, I would believe either one. Yeah, I definitely believe in all of that. Really. <laughs> just because I want something to shake things up. Like, yeah, not that I really want like a demon. That would probably freak me out. Yeah, I'm not so looking for bad not spirits or anything that. like that. Um, but I would be down for, like, a friendly ghost um, that, like, just nudged things my way. You know? <laughs> like, in you know, I spill a you little know, flower me a and little... they draw a smiley face in it. <laughs> poured me another cup of coffee. Like... Yeah. Like, if I turned around and, like, the half and half has already put my mug, I'd be like, thanks, binge. Like, how <laughs> wonderful would that be? But at the same time, why is this ghost stuck here? brewing my coffee like yeah, what's going what on what a trage afterlife you know <laughs> do you want to be a ghost or do you want to just be gone <laughs> um i'll let you know in a couple of years <laughs> yeah at this rate i don't know ghost is nice because you can haunt people that have fucked you over that's the petty side i kind of want to see like but just where the fuck we go relaxing. yeah that'd be peaceful but sometimes i also want to know where are we gonna go after i leave i kind of want to see how people are gonna continue to fuck up the planet yeah and i also probably want to like see all like the crazy shit that's gonna happen technology wise and also if i die before like certain shows i'm watching are over i'd love to be able to like come Grey's back anatomy season 113 like meredith has been put in a cryo tank <laughs> And she comes out and Seattle is gone. And all that stands is Seattle, oh Mercy, God. West, Richard, Weber, Memorial, Sloan, Dixon, Hospital. What if I they just, end that series with the big one? I've said that. Like, that would be the best ending. And then the hospital's just gone. I like. I just want to see someone walk in to the hospital with the Space Needle, like, in, what's the word, like... Impaled in impaling them. them. You know how they do like the nice impaling situation. Yeah, yeah but yeah. like with the space needle. I don't know how they'll frame it, but I want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's or like I want to see like the you know how they always show the Statue of Liberty getting fucked. Yeah, I want to see that, but with the space needle. I feel you know. That. <laughs> in other news, they did decorate the top of the space needle with a little Christmas tree. And I love this cheesy town. (laughs) I know. Every fucking crane in the city's already got trees and lights on it. They put, like, red and green lights on every crane. It makes it look so pretty, despite the noise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next question's from Jack. You said, thoughts on Moana, and did we have a favorite Disney princess or Disney movie growing up? Uh, Well, we didn't get to see Moana yet. We should definitely do that. Yeah, I do want to see it. That's a theater movie, because the ocean. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I feel you. But I haven't seen it yet. But I'm interested. Favorite Disney princess, was it? Or movie. Oh. Ooh. It's a tie. I mean, if I had to say princess, I mean, Ariel Hounds, right? Yeah. Okay. So then I would pick her. Yeah. Favorite villain, Ursula. Like, it's just, they're the same. So I would say probably Ariel is obviously my favorite movie, but it's like very slimly beating Lion King. 
okay. Lion King was my shit. I had all the merch too. Because Ariel, my sister, got all the fucking mermaid merch, and I got mm. the Lion King because I had like the weird crush on Simba. <laughs> so <laughs> I had that God. little like handheld game, you know, that yeah. was like bright orange and yellow. You were not a Lion King person, were you? I mean, I've seen it, but I wasn't like really, really into it. Like, <gasps> what was yours? Not like, not like I didn't like it or anything like that. I just didn't really watch it that often that's tragic everyone pray for chris i know honestly like i'd have to look back at like which movies are actually disney movies or not but i don't know like, anastasia always fucks me up because that's oh, a good one too ooh. but it's not disney oh it's not or it's like just she's not technically something yeah because yeah. that one would be like if you it like is, anastasia it's wild like it's weird oh that's crazy. I like the crown. It's glittery. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. And it's also got some nice tunes. Mm-hmm. They all have nice tunes, though. Speaking of Disney, we saw a trailer for Beauty and the Beast, the live action when yeah. we saw Fantastic Beasts. It's going to be good. Yeah. I have a lot of faith. It looks pretty good. I haven't seen the regular Beauty and the Beast for like a million Honestly, years. Honestly, we should probably watch that before we see that. Just kind of like to. I just get a remember refresher. the old lady singing. Yeah. I just know? remember and the that rose. The you're dancing. like, that rose is in a glass, bitch. Like, uh, the talking candelabra and the fucking dancing. Like, that's I like what I really. Got. That was not one of the movies that I watched a lot as a kid. Yeah. And that. And I probably don't even think I've ever seen Sleeping Beauty. Oh, wow. Which is wild, because then when I saw Melissa... Melissa Sin? <laughs> Maleficent, I, like, didn't know any of the story. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. And Team Maleficent, obviously. If I've seen these movies, it's probably been, like, once. You know? Wow, yeah. I remember I've, having... I've seen, like, 101 Dalmatians oh. a thousand times. Oh, I forgot about the Dalmatians. Honestly, That's that would probably one. be my fave. I loved that movie. I that was had... one I've seen a lot. Cruella DeVille, I always hated her. And I was like, oh, oh, I always want to see her for Halloween. I should do that some year because that would just be fun. Oh man, 102 Dalmatians, wild. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Glenn Close playing Cruella, yeah. iconic. Uh... What a look, honestly. <laughs> um, also, what is. Uh, what is it? Five goes west. Can someone <laughs> tell me what that is? Because let me tell you, that is a story that stresses me out and brings Never me so it. much joy. Oh my god, it's iconic. You need to see it. Okay. Also, I was on Facebook the other day and someone posted the last like five minutes of Homeward Bound, <laughs> and it's like the sad part where all the animals finally return home, and it's yeah. like they do the fake out with Shadow at the end, and they're like. He was too old. He's the one that gets stuck in the mud. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, he's too old. He's gone. And then you hear his little bark. And I was literally crying. <laughs> it just brought it all back. But for me, it's the part where the cat comes back, sassy, and no one gives a shit. Like, it's so upsetting. I mean, the, the girl, like, it's her mm-hmm. cat or whatever. But, like, everyone was just like, whatever. Like, fuck that cat. Meanwhile, that cat was crafty and saved both their asses. Like, <laughs> I was a big Milo and Otis kind of binge. I don't know who they are. Oh my god, that was another just like two animals in the fucking wilderness trying to survive. Like, it's a dog and a cat. Oh man. Like, dynamic duo. Great movie. I've not seen that. Maybe I should see that one. <laughs> I've seen uh, the other cat one, Aristocrats. Oh. Aristocats, as yes. well. That white cat is absolutely Lila. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lady and the Tramp just thought Oh, fuck too. me up with Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> that spaghetti, man, you know? <laughs> that spaghetti. <laughs> I just like any of the animals. <laughs> you know, like Lion King. I can't believe we need to watch that. Like, I just can't wait to be king. Are you kidding me? What a jam. 
sorry. <laughs> also, the Jungle Book is that like the original Jungle Book? That's Disney, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that I was, haven't seen that one in a while too. Yeah, that was good. I really liked the live action version of that, and I think yeah. it's on Netflix. So if you guys haven't seen it, there's some really pretty tigers. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucking. Good. I'm there for the CGI panther. <laughs> I'm there for bare necessities. You know? Yeah, they were. It, they played all the bops too. Yeah. Like it was pretty good. Uh, okay, so other questions. I've got one here from the Reddit. The would you ret or would you guys consider getting No Man's Sky with the new update? So yeah, they put out a whole new update. Ads <laughs> like it's called the Foundation Update, aka. I was like, ooh, Beauty Blender. <laughs> <laughs> they finished the fucking game that they wanted to release. Basically, dogs are dying outside. It's fine. They heard us happening. talking shit about like the dogs from you know. Uh, that yeah, movie. I get you. But uh, I don't know if I would consider getting it again. I like, know I wouldn't. Because, I don't like, trust them with my money at this point. They like have zero customer service. Fuck them. Yeah. Like also, I read all the things. And I'm like, still, what the fuck's the point of what I'm supposed to do? Like, I could build a base, but for what reason? Because your friends can't even see it. Yeah, and like I can't do. I can collect more resources. Okay, cool. For what reason? And why would you want to like station yourself at a planet when the whole point is to like be bopping? Yeah. From planet to planet. So I don't know i do know i won't collecting resources was not my fucking problem with the game because goddamn i had enough resources they just need to make the animals look smoother bitch because they were smooth as hell in that trailer and then they were like little jittery fuck boys yeah probably never gonna get that again though i just can't wait to see um what was it they were saying that like only a thousand people were playing it at yeah. one point. Yeah, it was like... On Steam, I think it was. It was only like a couple of people were, and then it like jumped up to a thousand. When the update came out, I was like, wow, that's really a lot, That's guys. not like, a lot of no. people. Like, God there's damn. more people I've seen on people's periscopes than that. That's like <laughs> crazy. Oh, that's fucking bad, yeah. But, I mean, if any of you guys have it and got the update, let us know how it is. If anything else has been improved besides like adding the base things. Yeah. Um, all right, I got a question here, and it says, "What is your favorite part of Christmas time?" I would say uh, favorite part. I mean, the decorating. Yeah, that's my favorite part. I would say my favorite part and is being just, like surrounded by your decor. Just like knowing that, like I'm gonna have good food. I'm gonna treat myself to some you know some nice gifts and like that it's gonna be cold but whoa where we live but like hopefully yeah like that's kind of just like the overall vibe seeing all the lights they're all pretty yeah i like watching people decorate i like being at home and seeing my decorations yeah it's that's my favorite part and like having the music just having everything decorated i never i don't get tired of the music like i still enjoy. oh i hate people that are like oh my god christmas it's like can you be any more like Sad. 2016 was a trash year. Sorry if it's like something that I can look forward to. That I get it. If, they're all joy. cheesy, and like as a Jew, none of it makes sense. Yeah. Like, but I'm here for the bops. Yeah. I'm here for Mariah Carey. I'm here for Ariana Grande covering the Mariah Carey song. <laughs> and I'm here for that one Justin Bieber song album, honestly. The yeah. only album that I would pay for, you know. I'm here for, you know, the overly depressing Rudolph. We gotta watch that. We gotta watch that again. It's coming up. <laughs> I'm here for my Christmas tree being the only light source in my tiny <laughs> like, Yo, it's crazy how much more light you have 
this time of year because of the tree and the little uh yeah replace that sunlight that we don't get with all this artificial vitamin shit d, more like vitamin c christmas <laughs> <laughs> we still Please have stop. halloween decorations up though it's a kind of a mess we've got like basically a triage of thanksgiving halloween and christmas decorations up and we need to sort it out this weekend before we have people over yeah i mean we're planning on going tomorrow it's like we're gonna go to ikea for you know ikea we love that place we need some bathroom storage bitch and how exciting <laughs> we're gonna get some christmas decorations at target like everybody else on the planet every time i go to ikea i think like nick should be here <laughs> nick if you're listening like every time i go it pains me to not see you eating a meatball <laughs> so that's just something i don't even think i've actually gone with nick before i just like i know how much he loves There's, it it's a spiritual connection you have that guy you know <laughs> you know they got vegetarian meatballs bitch all right, well, let me do a next question. Uh, this says, just this past year, I transferred to a university and haven't really met or made any good friends yet. I live on in an on-campus apartment with three other girls who I don't necessarily have anything in common with. I've recently found myself feeling extremely guilty for always leaving and not being on campus because of how much I pay to go here. Mm. I love the campus environment and professors here, but just don't feel at home and comfortable in my apartment. My boyfriend goes to a SUNY school about 20 minutes away, and I go to see him about five to seven days out of the week. Gotcha. I end up doing things there that I could do here, like go to the library, study, eat, and uh, do you have any advice or reassurance that what I'm doing is okay? My grades are great, so I'm not struggling in that aspect, but I just feel guilty. I would say, like, if you have the time or the ability to get a job on campus, that is, like, I know I always preach that, but that helped me so much. Yeah. And you meet so many people because job you're or meeting... Club. Yeah, like, the, you're meeting the people that you're serving or whatever you're doing, and you're also meeting the people you work with, and it just gets you in, like, a routine where you're showing up to see, like, a similar group of people at your college campus, which can feel weird, especially when you're, but like, But it's, like, new. it forms you a group. And yeah, you got that group, and would, you all get it. Yeah, I would say, though, like, I wouldn't feel necessarily guilty about, like, being at your boyfriend's campus, because, I mean, if that's what you enjoy, like, if you want to go there and, like, hang out with your boyfriend and do stuff at his campus, like, I wouldn't necessarily feel guilty about doing yeah, that, Yeah, like, know? especially if you're, like, hanging out with his friends or whatever, but, yeah, I would say, like, joining something, anything, will just get you, like, a little click, and then you'll meet people through them, and then you'll start recognizing some of these people you might be introduced to in your classes. Yeah. And then also, just, like, reaching out to people in your classes really helps. Like, I formed so many little friendships that ended up lasting longer through just people that I happen to sit behind. Yeah, you know honestly, I mean? like, I've, I've, it was I wild how many more conversations, like, I've had with random people that I've just, like, because it's always weird. You always sit in the same seat, no matter if you're in a lecture hall and you don't have assigned seats, you'll still sit in the same oh, spot. Oh, yeah. And so you sit. I get very pissed off when some random yeah. person decides to shake it up. So like, you sit you next to somebody and, like, you start sitting next to them every day. You know, conversations will start. You know, I've made friends that way in college, and it was, like, I never expected that. I made friends because I ate a meal at the same time as them. Yeah. Like, we would have lunch at the same time, and I would always see, like, this person eating at the same time, and then you just end up being, like, oh, hi, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Everyone at college is so desperate to, like, make a connection because <laughs> they're all just suffering. I feel like it's one of those places where you everyone is, like, down to have, like, a little conversation because you're all just like wow isn't this a fucking mess mm -hmm. <laughs> you know <laughs> but yeah good luck 
yeah, college. You'll meet. You'll find place. the people. Like you will. You mm-hmm. always do end up finding that click. Yes. Do you have any plans for a vegan Christmas? I'm a new vegan, and I would love some ideas. By the way, huge fan of the podcast. Well, thanks for listening. Um, um, I don't I even know what we do for Christmas. Christmas, we don't like. I I feel like we order out a lot. Yeah, my Yikes. like at my home, like it was backwards because like my mom or my grandma didn't like fucking turkey, so we had ham on Thanksgiving, and so then we had turkey on Christmas. So with, your Thanksgiving was basically your Christmas. Yeah, but like we didn't like have a lot of crazy other shit too like we had all the crazy sides and everything during thanksgiving like during uh christmas time it was just like turkey and some other stuff probably like mashed potatoes and stuff but um, i don't want to do the same thanksgiving again because that takes work yeah and i'm not doing that apple pie i do the apple pie once a year bitch yeah (laughs) she takes me all night but we want to make some peppermint dessert we want to make a yule log this year that's one thing we wanted to do log cake but like the food? For, for food, I mean, we're probably gonna... We should just do, like, pasta. Yeah, we're just gonna make something comforting. And... We'll do a little bit more decadent. We usually go for, like, a lemon kind of dressing. Yeah. Dressing, I say. Because it essentially is, like, a dressing, not really a sauce. Yeah. Because we try to keep our pasta, like, somewhat light. But maybe we'll do something a little heavy, like a little Alfredo. Yeah. There's a million... I really want to try putting recipes. that soy chorizo into, the, into, like, a red sauce and, like, oh, yeah. making that. Because that would be, like, a fake meat sauce. Fuck you, Brie. <laughs> <laughs> recommendation um but yeah we'll we'll definitely like snap whatever we do i'm sure i'm gonna find some like holiday recipe on the minimalist baker and i'll tweet pretty it. sure last year we probably got food out like, i'm pretty i think we lying. got the ravioli and it was like four ravioli for like 30 bucks and you wrote a yelp review i'm pretty yes. sure that was christmas uh yeah that was like it was why, why was it green? Was it like spinach ravioli or yeah. something like that? They yeah. tried to make it so extreme, and it was literally like four tiny ravioli. <laughs> ravioli. <laughs> um, okay, this is a good question that I think we can both answer. What would, ideally, you know, what would middle school and high school you think about who you are today? The aspects of your life, like how you're mostly vegan, living in Seattle, your jobs, and then you as a whole. Uh, my middle school and high school self would not recognize me. Be shook. <laughs> it would my yeah. It would be so shook. Like I never. So many things about me now are things that like I never would have thought in a million years would have been me as a person. And give that's me like for a top the, five things that middle school slash high school you would be shocked by. That I was vegan. Okay. Definitely shook by that. <laughs> yeah, I would say plant based. Excuse me. Um, that I was, that I lived in Seattle slash like worked not in meteorology because I just thought that was my my path. You know, yeah, that would be a big thing. That I was in a relationship for six years. Really? Yeah. Like it, I, I'm a kept, so I just expected. That. <laughs> just I, I never. She's would. on baggage. <laughs> So many of you guys, like, somebody made a thread on the Reddit about, like, how it's, like, people's guilty pleasure to watch that show. It is so addicting. It's addictingly bad. Legitimately would consider getting cable just to watch it. GSN, man, made some changes. I know. Get that on Sling. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. So that, um, the fact that I drink and smoke, like, honestly, those things Well, yeah, because you were underage. Well... That didn't fucking stop you from drinking when you were in high school. Yeah, but, you know, but I had like the rough childhood. It was expected. Well, I mean, still, like a lot of people, I, I never expected that. Like, I was going oh, to want to do that 
like not even just because I was underage, but like it wasn't like interested. You know uh, what okay. I mean? So, well, we don't even drink now. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. <laughs> I drank Brie. <laughs> she came and she gone. Like <laughs> Brie made me my first Bloody Mary, which I cannot believe your savory queen over here hadn't had one before. I was dragging her on Twitter, but I really did enjoy it. Yeah, it's so like <laughs> all night long is your pizza sauce drink. I was like, I love my pizza because I was really fucked up. Like honestly. Like, <laughs> and I was so hungover the next day, and I got my period, which was like super late, and so it was like insanely painful. It was, a and day. I was just like, "Whoa, <laughs> this is wild!" But she still ate her potatoes. So, uh, what about you, though? Your high school, middle school self? Now, I would say Seattle. I knew it was my goal to get the fuck away. But did you think it was actually going to happen? No. I I stopped believing it was going to happen the moment I was like, I want to apply to this school and this school. And they were just like, bitch, you're not going out of state tuition. If anything, if you were to probably ask you. Which I'm low-key glad. I don't want to be paying those student loans, bitch. If you were to ask your younger self, like, if you were to be out of Pennsylvania, where would you be? Like, you would probably said New York. Yeah, I thought I'd be in New York. Which, like... (laughs) Picture me trying to hustle and afford that. <laughs> no, it's too it's too stressful a life for a simple young twat like me. Yes, um, but yeah. So I really do think that like actually getting out of there would have surprised me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say mm, probably my eyebrows would be the most shocking because they are amazing. And I would say, I mean, just me being in therapy, because that was something that, like, I used to really, really want to be doing when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, you know, starting to, like, trigger self-harm, you know, like, all of that kind of stuff. So, sorry if that was not something you wanted to hear about. But when that started, I was like, okay, I think I could probably go get help. But I was, like, not allowed because I would be, yeah. you know, in middle school slash high school. And Do you think you'd be shocked by, like, the, how you've come sexually? Like, Oh, my God, yeah. Sexuality? Duh. Good call, Chris. Thanks yeah. for reminding me. <laughs> yeah. There's so many layers. It's You're such crazy an onion. <laughs> because, like, now I'm just, like, I can't imagine a world where I'm not, like, just pretending I'm straight. So it's, like, I'm so comfortable now. And yeah, yeah like, that was. Do you def- think your younger self would ever thought that, like, wow, I'd be able to be like open about this and no, like, no, like, 100% that I could be confident what- about it too? Yeah, because at that point you didn't fully know like what I was you wanted to. It. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm like hashtag normal or whatever, and there's no normal bitch. We're all just living. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think I would be really surprised that I'm like somewhat trying to like be an activist. Not that I'm like a perfect one because I'm a new binge to being out you know what i mean and i'm coming up on my two years of being out crazy so that's pretty wild that's just like my own personal personal goals yeah or milestones i guess yeah so probably being out being in seattle therapy therapy and my brows (laughs) yeah also being a cat person because i used to hate cats yes so that's like just changes bitch i'm glad i changed that about you you know oh yeah and you know what honestly diva cup because that's something that like I would have seen that when I was younger and been like oh what kind of hippie fucking thing is this and now I'm like just so pro all of these things that I was so weirded out by before I don't shave I like barely wash my hair you know like all these things and I love it (laughs) (laughs) I think honestly high school me would be really shocked at how like low maintenance my like clothing choices would be mm-hmm. because i used to be like in high school i was like one of those people that was like oh my god you wore sweatpants like what kind of trash are you i'm wearing like stupid high-waisted crap 
skirt and like I was so uncomfortable and it was because I wanted to always like look good because I thought like that was the only way that I would be liked literally and now I'm like I don't even wear a bra (laughs) and I just don't care like there are some things that you do not need to be like stepping out to go to but then sometimes I do when I'm feeling like extra frisky and I'm like wow I can also look really good but I also am comfortable looking like shit which I think is really important for everyone to reach. Yeah. <laughs> Some people reach it really early, and I'm, like, jealous that it took me this long. I just think, like, it's been only six years since we were in high school. Like, that's wild to think. It's six to seven years. And, like, it feels like forever, but in the grand scheme of things, seven years is really not that long ago. Like, seven, or, like, we're on six, but, like, six years between me and you, like, sharing... That feels really quick. Like, it feels really short. Like, I can vividly remember the first time, like, we met. I know you can, but (laughs) I can. You know, I mean, like, I remember all of that, and it doesn't feel that far away, but it's literally only, like, one month, not really. Like, a semester before we graduated is when that happened. Yeah. So, like, high school shouldn't feel as far as it does, but it does. And it's crazy how much can happen in what I think is a short amount of time between me and you. Yeah, like... How many more, like, six-year spans are we going to have in our life, you know? Like, and how much I've changed, like, do I think I'm going to... In the last, like, three, honestly. Yeah, do I think I'm going to change, like, as drastically in the next, like, six years as I did from my high school self to who I am now? Who knows? I don't know. Maybe. But, like, it's just really weird to think about, like, where I am right now and that, like, I could be... not a completely different person, but like more evolved. I've literally <laughs> my gone final through, form. Like, <laughs> I went from like being in customer service slash like just service yeah. to trying to do YouTube to like now having a different career. Like yeah. I'm already past like what I thought would be like the career. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like moving on from that. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. It's a fucking... Also, she went blonde. <laughs> I was literally telling Chris before we started recording, I was trying to think of like what the most like wild thing I did in 2016 was and it fucking is changing my hair color and i think that's so lame (laughs) but also i guess like some people think it's like really wild to change your hair color and it definitely took me months to like yeah do it i mean it was definitely like you were stepping out because it was like you're going from fucking box dyed red to fucking trying to go for platinum no i don't know i was just like i wanted to change and everyone's known me as like the red and that's been like my kind of like YouTube look. I was so And it had nervous. nothing to do with YouTube, like, changing my hair at all, but, like, I think it's kind of fitting that, like, I'm, like, probably known, like, on your videos, like, as someone with, like, red hair, and unfortunately the iTunes thing will never change. Yeah. But, like, if I ever decided to change my hair color, I would never want to, like, change fucking every graphic every time I change yeah, it. Cause yeah. Because I'm thinking about going pink at some point. Um, like a, like a, like a light strawberry kind of, or no? No, like a baby pink. Okay. Literally, just for like fun, maybe in a spring. Not even like my full head. Something that would wash out because I'm not doing anything like that. I can't erase like red. Yeah. <laughs> red. Whew, don't try it. <laughs> if you're going to do red, commit to that and like brown. You know what I mean? Like never go lighter. <laughs> I was real nervous when you were like really like you were setting the dates for when you were going to get your first bleach done. Like it was. Because the last time I tried it, it was bad. Yeah. Bad. Well, that and like I've never known you not being a redhead. So I like, know. I feel like wild. I finally look like my what I'm supposed to look like. But now I, I don't think like going back to like the reds that you were using like i don't know like if i'd i would probably if personally i enjoy where you are now instead of those i know i i mean it's definitely hashtag a look 
the the dark dark red yeah i definitely looked like a chubby vampire for many years <laughs> and i say that like it was a look and honestly i rocked it like the dark lip matching the hair it was great you red hair heroin lipstick you know oh my god yeah <laughs> like now weird. it's like i don't know i feel like i look like what i'm supposed to have hair color wise for my skin tone i don't know because mm-hmm. obviously i'm going based off my natural hair color which is wild and I think because I was so desperate to dye my hair when I was younger, I think younger me would be surprised that I actually ended up going back to like kind of my natural hair color yeah, slash natural me swam in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> Except for like nicely blended and not like crispy greenish, <laughs> you know. Well, while we're on the topic of like makeup and stuff, I got a question for you. Oh, okay. Uh, I have normal to dry skin like you, and I've been using the Make Forever HD Foundation forever, but it's starting to look cakey. Can you recommend a hydrating, long-lasting BB or CC cream or tinted moisturizer with medium coverage? Preferably yeah. one that isn't hella expensive. Mama is broke. <laughs> I find that like with that foundation, I really heavily moisturize before I use it, and I use like a moisturizing primer. Like they have a moisturizing primer. Okay. Um. But, like, in terms of, like, my favorite BB creams and stuff, because those are, like, what I typically wear day-to-day, the Dr. Jart ones, any of them. There's a BB No Pour or whatever. There's, like, the Black Label one. I've tried them all. They're all fantastic. However, they have, like, no shades. So it's fucking disgusting. I mean, I get it. They're, like, a Japanese brand, and we understand. But, like, they need more shades. It really bugs me. So I can't, like, fully recommend that, because I know it's not going to fit, like, 10 billion people. Like, it just sucks. So, there's that. And I would also say... Oh, um, it's not really a BB cream, but my favorite, like, lightweight foundation that doesn't cake up on me is the Bare Minerals Bare Skin. But if you're oily, you will hate it. I know you're not specifically oily, but, like, anyone else who's listening. Yeah. it's It makes me look like a fucking oil slick, and I'm a goddamn cat. Like, I was gonna say a cavern, <laughs> but I'm a desert. <laughs> okay, cavern. So, Those yeah. Typically moist. I'm as dry as a moist cave. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> That's definitely not good. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, all right. And my last question we have here is, what Christmas tune best exemplifies the personalities of Chunk 1 and Chunk 2? Well, who's Chunk 1 and Chunk 2? I guess Chunk, chunk one, 1 is Swan. Yeah. yeah, Chunk 2 is Chunk. Um, well, the thing about Christmas is that we got Lila like at the very end of November, so she was basically like a Christmas Chunk. And we've kind of turned every Christmas song into a song about Squeezy and Lila because of that. So she's absolutely... I don't even know what the names of the songs are. I just know the lyrics. And she's, let's hear those chunk lumps chunkling. That's that's (laughs) Lila. Yeah. It's lovely weather for a chunk tunk. I don't know. know? That's that's our made up lyrics. What is the song itself? Is You know, who knows? Like, we've doctored Is that Jingle Bells? No, it's not. I'm such a Jew. I don't know. I, don't, I can't think. I you can't guys, think what the let's hear those sleigh bells ringling, ding, ding, ringling, ding. What is that yeah. fucking song? That's Lila. Squeezy is, is the Grinch. I would say he's the Grinch song. You're a mean one, Mr. Squinch. <laughs> that's absolutely him. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's and it. That's yours? the song. <laughs> Mine's simply having a wonderful Christmas time because it's very like boppy. Yeah. And yours is probably like chestnuts roasting okay i feel that because it's like corn yeah they're not similar at all (laughs) i just feel they're both foods so that works yeah but uh let us know what your song is and which exemplifies your chunks well i guess we'll wrap it up here guys all right well thank you for having a cup of coffee with us yep 
and benches, stay tuned. But otherwise, we will see you on Sunday. Bye. Let's get this rolling off here. We've got Nicole Dowling, who is downing a cup of coffee that's got a nice little uh, candy cane in it for some peppermint flair. Oh, are we going Christmas? I was just thinking, you know, December. December. Sammy Jessam is Jess, who deserves more. (laughs) Kayla Harding is crunching down on a hard candy cane you yesterday almost breaking your tooth i literally fucked up my whole mouth yesterday doing that uh we got alicia shriner who's making a shrine to gingerbread cookies aka Bree's mom <laughs> bailey lynn is uh a lindor truffle commercial oh That's yeah almost got the them at the store then i remember they're not vegan <laughs> yeah uh we got sloan nolan who is probably christopher nolan gearing up to release some fucking movie during christmas jackie goldfarb is all of the gold tinsel that we are going to put all over the house when we buy it. (laughs) Sarah Booth is actually going to have a boot instead of a stocking. Oh my god. (laughs) Allison Sense thinks that chopping down a real tree to put inside your house makes no sense. Hunter Curtis is giving us the courtesy of inviting us to their Christmas extravaganza. (laughs) I like choked it out. Megan Rackley is racking up the frequent flyer miles. miles. <laughs> you got places to be this holiday season. Kate Convery is having a conversation with the Starbucks barista about the holiday drinks. Taylor Collins is calling my bluff because I got them a wacky gag Christmas present. Oh my god. Emma Corbeal is amazed with the gift that they got from the gift exchange. Amazing. Heather Ann is answering phones this Christmas. Sorry. <laughs> Sloan Fuller's stocking couldn't be fuller. Angelica Feliz is, of course, you know, singing Feliz Navidad. It just couldn't be more seasonally appropriate. <laughs> Sylvia Ehrlichman Gross thinks eggnog is gross. Yeah, it kind of is. When you think about it, it is. (laughs) It's just like, why don't we just call it what it is? Nutmeg milk, but we added eggs for no reason. They don't need to be there. No, that's why you should drink the coconut milk version of it or whatever. Just put nutmeg in your cock. (laughs) (laughs) That's basically what it is. Joni Dugan is digging up a Christmas ornament that they always look forward to putting out. Oh my god, that's you with your Starbucks ornaments. I know. <laughs> I'm such capitalistic trash. <laughs> Juanita Cara got a new car for the holidays. Signing that lease. Whoa, that's a Honda. <laughs> <laughs> Annie Wynn is winning a Christmas raffle. Whoa. Lucky duck. Fantastic. Danielle Manis is the manager at a TGI Fridays and has to work on the holidays. I thought you were going to say, like, the manger. Oh, like, my God. Like, that's Jesus, right? Yeah, well, you know, well, I not took good. you for a twist. Yeah. Um, Cassandra Lee is leaving lots of candy canes around the house to have at any moment's notice. You gotta have one prepared at all times. Emma Nigren is loving all the Silent Night songs that are playing. Yeah. That's my least fave, Emma. Yeah. Um, I'm just <laughs> Courtney Hall is hanging up a beautiful... Deck the theme. halls with 
Bells of Holly, fa la la la. Come on. He's losing his shit. What if we. You do- didn't start off with that, and I was like, where are you going? Because I'm sorry. I'm in, well, Holika of Hanukkah, you know what I'm saying? Oh my like, god. Um, we should do one where it's just Christmas songs, if, yeah, if, if we, we can, can do it. Oh god, sometimes. There's not enough Hanukkah songs, otherwise, I'd do it. We're gonna go through the 12 days of Christmas. Some episode. Like, yeah, we're it's um, All right, we got... Becca Jansen, who is... Dancing to Prancer, Jim. Donner, and Blitzen, bitch. <laughs> Angela Sue is... Soon uh, to be wed this Christmas season. Oh. A nice Christmas, white Christmas wedding. I don't know. Michelle North is uh, creating one of those North Pole sets in the mall. Yeah. Erin Bray is braving the Christmas Eve shoppers. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Jade Agoshi is going shopping before then, so they don't have to fight those lines. My Elizabeth is listening to um, just Christmas jams. Okay, yeah. That's the that's Hanson that. album. The Hanson uh, Christmas album. Okay. Ishbel Mendez is, you know, playing those, like, fun bells, you know what I'm talking about, that you can play Christmas music on, like, the weird ones, you know you know what I'm saying? Like, the set of bells. What do you call them? Like, is it just bells? I have no you idea. You know what I'm talking about? There's like specific Winston, biblical bells? Like, Winston and New Girl, oh. when he's got those bells, like, they're weird bells. Yeah, but they're just you bells. play Christmas music on them a lot. I don't know. Listen, we didn't have those at my house, so it's fine. Well, Ishbel does. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We got Talia Miller, who's cracking open a Frosty Miller Light, and uh, Christmas edition. <laughs> yeah, it's got like a little bit of like pine in it. Cat uh, Vallejos is adopting a cat for the holiday. Uh, keep it. <laughs> Margarita is marching across a snow-covered lawn. Ooh, that just sounded great. Avery Labelson is reading the label on their eggnog to see if there really is eggs in here. Daisy Blossom Dottie is having some Daisy Sour Cream in a dip at their Christmas gathering. (laughs) That was not sponsored. Emily Lewis is uh, losing their mind over the size of the Christmas selection at Target. Chloe Archer is closing the windows because it's freezing. (laughs) Burr. Anthony Hood got a new hoodie underneath their tree this holiday season. I wonder if Anthony wears a lot of hoodies. I would like to I know. really hope so. Mariah Hanna is actually watching a Hannah Montana Christmas special on Disney Channel. Oh my god, did they have those? Probably. Elizabeth Holbrook is uh, stopping in at Books a Million for their holiday shopping. I miss them. <laughs> Jennifer Habgood was good this year. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Madison Greer is the uh, green tr- I was gonna say getting a green tree instead of the white trees you know what I'm talking about the fake white trees I like them they're cool and glittery and I don't care what you say <laughs> they're also really easy to make into a Hanukkah bush oh, you just get the blue yeah. and silver ornaments I get you Madison Wolf is wolfing down a, a piece of peppermint bark Ooh, Megan McNally is um, going to McDonald's and getting. I'm like, sure they I'm have, sure a, they have a Christmas latte. <laughs> yeah, Skylar Medley is watching snowflakes fall from the sky. Uh, Megan Preyus is uh, praying for snow on this Christmas. <laughs> Corey Springfield is throwing snowballs in a field and missing spring. 
<laughs> Elka is illegally downloading Christmas music. Uh-huh. Jax is... Using their own personal axe to chop down a tree in the middle of the woods. How very clever. Nicole Allen is getting coal in their stocking, to be honest. They were on the naughty list. Whoa, crazy. Courtney crazy. White is getting one of those white trees because they happen to be a fan of them. Yeah, same Courtney. <laughs> Bridget Carey Davis is carrying way too many presents out of the car, like Rachel Ray <laughs> coming from the fridge. <laughs> Jennifer Cornwell is uh, making... Thinking, well, a- there couldn't be any more corn at this holiday festival. <laughs> Sophia Cock is getting real cocky about how many lights they have in their front yard. They got the whole nine yards. Ash Roselle is selling cups of hot cocoa for a dollar. How reasonable. (laughs) Jackie Burkhart is... Putting on a jacket because it's cold at this Christmas light festival thing. (laughs) You know, we should go to one of those. Yeah, we have to go to one. That's just like something. Beth Fonseca is not fond of the blow-up decorations that are in people's yards. Yeah, you know, honestly, when they're deflated. Oh, me. They are upset. Me at the end of the day. <laughs> uh, Jackie Brujulio is... Getting the key to their new house that they bought for the holidays. Oh my god, that's a gift. <laughs> Christina Contreras is hanging up teensy little ornaments. Ooh. The smaller the better, you know? <laughs> Catherine Simpson is simply having a wonderful Christmas time. I know I say it all the time, but you are. Yeah. Marlene Naj is nogging it up. Oh my god, you get <laughs> nogged. Please stop. <laughs> Ian Murphy's not even there. Like, <laughs> no, Ian Murphy is... Um, <laughs> we always go to Murky. <laughs> Ian is eaten. A ton of Yule log cake this holiday season. <laughs> Rebecca O'Donnell is uh, thinking, oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Slack. <laughs> How many people are going to make that fucking joke? Please, I'm How leaving the internet. Um, Kendall Berg is saying burr because it's chilly and it smells like snow. <laughs> Ellie McGregor is... Alway's going to look forward to a nice Ferrer Rocher. (laughs) (laughs) Megan Grilly is going to do some grilled ham instead of a baked ham to really shake things up. What about the grilled ahi? Oh, yeah, grilled ahi. Christmas ahi. Chloe Ireland is... Before we get started, Chloe Ireland was formerly Chloe Killip, but she has informed us that they just recently got married. Whoa! So congratulations! Sleigh bells and wedding bells! (laughs) (laughs) But like, okay, cool, that's that's really changing it up for us. More of you guys should start doing that. Just change Um, your names. (laughs) Especially like the people with just one word as their name, you know? We're looking at you, Jackson Ilka. (laughs) And Sarah. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, Chloe Ireland is closing the door to their closet stuffed to the brim with Christmas decor. (laughs) Taco Roach is uh, roasting chestnuts on an open fire. You're damn right. Cassandra Buckout is out on the rooftop. Clip, clip, clip. (laughs) What is click, (laughs) click, click? Come on. (laughs) Clip, click, click. I'm sure someone's done that before. (laughs) 
Um, we got Haley Cadwalder, who is hanging up a nice Christmas banner on their wall. A.K.A. what we're going to do. Yep. Camelia Malky is uh, at the mall getting all their shopping done for everybody in one day. Maddie Pullman is wrapping a pole with tinsel. Amanda Marie is amazed that nobody else in their neighborhood has put up any lights yet. Allison Frankoy is frankly not fond of the Santa at the mall. <laughs> Caitlin Whalen is wailing because their candy cane little spear that they made broke. Yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst. Cody Robinson is coating a gingerbread house in frosting. Lauren Chavone is on the phone with Santa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Crazy the kind of connections you have, Lauren. <laughs> Dana Daly is Do Santa we... Daly checking out his naughty and nice list. Oh, cool. I mean, yeah. Megan Wilson is willing to bet that they won't get any cookies this year. Aww. That's a negative way to look at it, listen. <laughs> Claire Wood is uh, loving having a roaring fireplace with Wood. Wood. <laughs> Every day because it's cold. <laughs> that was fucking something. With what? With what? What's that guy's noise? Oh my god, what? I hate it. <laughs> Kelly Adams is adding some marshmallows to a cup of hot peppermint cocoa. <laughs> That's Lila. She's just a couple of marshmallows. <laughs> That's true. Anna Hernandez is desperate to find a stocking with their initials on it. Me last year. Jenna Gordonier is gorgeously decorating a gingerbread house so well that they got on the kitchen. Oh my god. Which goals. honestly, my goal. <laughs> Sarah is scared of their electric bill after this holiday season. No, me. <laughs> Lynn and Drew... Drew Drew inspiration from Stars Hollow for their Christmas decorations. Amazing. Bridget Dubin is dubbing this holiday season the greatest one yet. <laughs> Hillary Gay is sledding down a hill of snow. <laughs> Always on the hills. Mackenzie Knight is waiting for Santa to drive around on a little like you know. A uh, fire truck or something like that? Yeah. That's how he came around in my neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. He did it on mine, too. It's crazy how he could do that. Wow, Santa. In every Santa. state or whatever. Wow, Santa. How do you do that? Santa's fucking busy. <laughs> and we got Rachel Evans, who is eventually going to put on their tree. Put up their tree. Put on their tree. <laughs> Wear that tree loud and proud, Rachel. All right, what are the other beach bunches doing this December? I would say they're all decorating gingerbread cookies, you know, because that's always, like, the most fun. Yes. We got uh, Rebecca Edmondson. We got Ashley Reifenberger. Mallory. Stephanie Oliver. Allie Malone. Kathleen Wynn. Rose Barnett. So thanks, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode of coffee with Rachel. That's the show that we host. Yes, yes. it is. You almost forgot. <laughs> I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. We already did this. We'll see you next time. <laughs> that was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>